0: This is episode 17 on overcoming self-hate. You're tuned in to Chats with Cat, where I catch up with my fellow Millennials every week to discuss topics related to culture, relationships, self-improvement, and everything in between. The most authentic way of building true connections is by being vulnerable and sharing your own unique perspectives. So let's start right here, right now. Tara Brach once said, We cannot live in a world that is not our own, a world that is interpreted for us by others. An interpreted world is not home. Part of the terror is to take back our own listening, to use our own voice to see our own light. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chats with Cat. As always, I'm sending you all great vibes. I hope you're all doing amazing. As I'm sure you have noticed that 2017 is wrapping up and there are some things that I want to get off my chest before the year is over. In today's episode, I want to dive into the topic of self-hate, more particularly through body shaming and picking apart every single thing that is perceived to be a flaw of our own. I want to talk about this issue because it's something that's been haunting me for most of my life, to be completely honest. And throughout this year, I've become more and more aware of the toxic filter that I perceive myself through. And I'm dedicating as much energy as I can to leave that filter in the past and begin finding ways to heal moving forward. I'm finally beginning to own my womanhood and everything that comes with it. But so many of the beliefs that I have of myself reflect a younger and more broken me. And oftentimes I see my friends so free in their bodies and I yearn so badly to be like them. They wear their Brazilian bikinis without a care. They go out without a bra. They they wear dresses that show off their thick thighs. And they are never eager to cover up their cellulite. I admire them so much in these moments because they have all the qualities that the best version of me would have. And it's insane because as I look at the group of women that I admire and that I surround myself with and that I talk to, they all have similar patterns. And in a lot of ways, the patterns that I see are that every single woman represents something in my life or a characteristic or a certain essence that I wish that I could put out into the world and I, I mean I know that we're we can only be ourselves right and we love others because they're they have a special gift to them or a special essence that only they can ever bring to the table so it's not even that you know like I wish that I was them it's that in my own way I could manifest the version that I could bring about in myself if I finally just let go so seeing my friends be free and Letting themselves be themselves, essentially, is what attracts me to them so much. And do you know what's the crazy part? Is is that occasionally I'll get told that I have a beautiful hourglass figure and face, but (laughs) it's really not what I see when I look in the mirror. It's just not. Believe it or not, I actually built this habit of not looking in mirrors when I was probably in high school Um, and I did that because I was convinced that I was ugly and shameful I hated fitting rooms I would avoid them like the plague and when I would wash my hands in public restrooms I would never look up at the mirror it was this weird thing like I just never did I just I was convinced that I would be horrified at what I saw and i don't necessarily do that anymore but the thoughts come up in those moments where i'm somewhere washing my hands and i have to force myself to work through them and i look at i look at myself in the mirror cuz i don't want to go back to that but the depths of self-hate go so deep and are so insidious in nature that it almost becomes a default way of living no actually it does become a default way of living absolutely That is the only way to live because that's the only thing that you know. Always seeing the flaws and occasionally having temporary moments of of feeling beautiful. So instead of, you know, having temporary moments of feeling a little ugly and always, for the most part, feeling beautiful, have that be long lasting. It's the complete opposite. It's the feeling of not being enough, of loathing yourself that has like most of the time and then you have small bits of oh my gosh I'm I'm feeling great and I feel great you know but I don't want to be like that anymore I don't want that for my life and I want to be free from those chains because they've held on to me for just way too long they've held so much power over me and I just cannot I can't and the thing is that only we know how we talk to ourselves right So coming to terms with the fact that our self-talk is toxic is not easy because we have to be the mirrors for ourselves in that way. Like we only know what we're saying. We're the only people that can tell ourselves what's wrong because we are in control of that. And this year was the year that I acknowledged that I was not okay and that this was not normal and that there was no way that I would be able to embark on this journey that I feel like I kind of took a plunge into over the past few months in search of, you know, just actualizing my dreams and, and being that way to myself, like that self-talk would never let it happen. There's just no way. How could I do all these great things when I feel ugly as hell and run away from myself all the time? That's just, the two don't go together. Something had to change and obviously this was it. I I knew I needed to overcome this. I knew I needed to change my mind. I I knew I needed to heal. I needed to let go of the things that were holding me back that forced these opinions of me on me. The thing is that like most habits, because this is a habit, uh, looking in the mirror and thinking that you're ugly is a habit. You can change that. But you have to unlearn it. And if you've been living with that habit for a long time, it's going to take time and effort to get rid of it because the thoughts will creep up on you all the time. But the thing is you have to find a way to equip yourself with what it takes to combat those thoughts. So for example, yesterday I went to a bar class I was super, super excited to go and work out in a new setting, and I felt a bit nostalgic because I used to train a little when I was younger and in dance, and I felt like it would take me back to some of my ballet conditioning classes or whatever, so as the instructor was guiding us through the stretching, I became super fixated on my wide hips. Um, I just felt Put it in my mind like whoa your hips look super wide in the mirror right now what the hell so much so that i wasn't even paying attention to what my body was doing and how i felt and that was the whole reason i went to the class to feel good to work out to be in touch with my body to meet new people and i was not paying attention i was so in my head i was saying all this sorts of crazy shit and what i did was that i would jump in and out of the negative self-talk but the reason why it didn't continue for the whole class, eventually I just found a way to just not even pay attention to those thoughts is because I was able to flip the thoughts each time. So if I had a bad one, if one a bad thought came up, I would just immediately shoot it down by complementing that same area immediately. And this is a habit. This is a habit that I've built for a very long time so it's gonna take me doing these things over and over and over and over for my brain to finally get it i didn't understand the power of reframing until a few months ago and i think i'm still in that process of like oh does this really work sometimes i feel like i can't really get a hold of my thoughts but it's just you know worth trying it's worth trying to not be this way it's just crazy because i i get sad thinking about this type of mentality because i feel like there's so many of us out there that think like this there's so many men and women who feel this way and it makes me sad to think that so many of us feel this way about ourselves because i know what i say to myself and it's just so ugly and so mean so mean and so vicious I I just don't think this is the kind of daily life that we want like sometimes I'll catch my boyfriend admiring me from afar right if I'm like just standing around or something and instead of being in the moment I wonder if he's staring at my thighs thinking that they're fat Or if he's catching my cellulite at that angle. And that's so fucking unfortunate. Because a moment that can be so special is tarnished by my inability to be present. Because I'm so in my head. Like I said, self-hate creeps up in everywhere. In everything. And there's no on and off time. The thoughts are always ready to get you if you let them. I wanted to say all of this on the record because for one i need to hold myself accountable i know that i need a moment like this to go back to and remind me of the promise that i have made and you know the 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 journey that i'm on to unlearning so much of the negativity and ugliness that i've somehow managed to collect all these years but i also just wanted you to know that if you function this way all your life then you're not alone i understand you i feel you i understand the pain and i know how hard it is to change i know that although others don't see it you feel it it's warped it's so warped and it's just extremely exhausting honestly though i feel better now that i've put it all out there but as for you if you've arrived at this place in your life where you're ready to change all of this then I'd like to share a few things that helped me over the past few months because I mean why start later if you can just start now so the first thing that's really helped me is journaling and not just writing about your day or whatever but writing prompts at the top of your page And really forcing yourself to concentrate on unpacking a particular topic or question. So the hardest part is pinpointing the source of pain or being able to like discern where we're hurting ourselves, you know. So just sitting alone in a safe space and pouring out what's weighing you down in your journal. Then you're able to give yourself the opportunity to reflect on exactly what it is that needs attention by reading your own words and always being able to go back to it whenever you need it. The second thing is meditation. So I have a love-hate with meditation. I love the feeling that I get when I'm in the midst of practice, but getting myself to actually sit down and clear out like any distractions that I have going on around me is hard, but I've gotten better at making a consistent habit because I know how good it is for my mental health. But there are actually um, there are actually a few self-love guided meditations hosted on this app that's called Insight. It's a meditation app and it's super helpful. It tracks your meditation days. It tracks the people that are meditating with you at that exact moment. It's really cool. It's like a spiritual community. But on there, there's um, a lot of guided meditations that are amazing that i think you guys would really really love so i highly suggest that and you could always just use the timer a meditation timer that's also in the app that just allows you to like choose a sound and you can set however many minutes it is that you need to kind of zone out the third thing is youtube videos i actually recently saw one by tara brach the same woman who's quote opened up this episode called healing self-doubt and it was so impactful and enlightening to me because i think that self-hate and hating the way we look all stems from a place of feeling like we're not enough tara calls it the not enough syndrome so for an entire hour she unpacks how to heal self-doubt and she really speaks to you man she has this super healing voice that just kind of makes you feel really comfortable and understood and soothed. Fourth thing is speaking to myself every morning. <laughs> so when I finish brushing my teeth in the morning, I stare at myself in the mirror for a few seconds and I just tell myself that I'm beautiful. I stare into my soulful eyes and I speak beauty and acceptance onto myself. It's the first thing that I do in the morning because I just feel like I need to shower myself and put on this blanket of love on myself so that throughout my day, like, nothing gets in the way, you know? So for this last one, don't judge me, okay? Just keep an open mind. (laughs) So one thing that's really helped me during this time is taking selfies, (laughs) Believe it or not, it works. Now, just be careful to not become too (laughs) self-absorbed. But I found that in the moments that I feel pretty, I just go ahead and snap a picture of myself. For a while, I actually avoided selfies like the plague because I convinced myself that they were too self-absorbed and that they were only for self-absorbed people. And that's debatable, depends, but... In my particular instance, I I didn't take them because I just thought I was ugly. So I'm offsetting them now by taking them. And that doesn't mean that I have to share them with anybody or post them anywhere. Although that's totally okay too if I ever feel like I want to. But it's really cool to have a picture to look back on during your low moments. Or even when you just want to hype yourself up and be like, hell yeah, I look good. It's good to have that. It's good to have something that you can look back on instead of just kind of having to imagine it. I hope you guys found those five tips helpful. They've really helped me. And I think it's worth a try if you feel as badly as I've been feeling for all these years. Like, I was just desperate to find anything that helped me come to terms with this whole situation, with this mindset, with this mentality and... For now, this is what's helped me often. So I thought it was important to share it with you now. Like I said, I just feel better now that I got it off my chest. And I want to leave this old toxic version of cat in 2017. I need to leave it here. I couldn't talk about this in this way for the first time, at least in 2018. I need to just start the healing in 2017 and bring on the real work in the new year thank you guys for listening to me and for sharing space with me and for always making me feel like my words mean something What we're building here is so sacred and i don't take it for granted ever 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 thank you all i love you all and we will chat next week bye guys that was this week's episode i really hope you all enjoyed it if there's anything you would like to chat about send an email to chats at and i'll make sure to get back to you you can keep up with me in between episodes by following kat Lant xo that's c-a-t-l-a-n-t-x-o on twitter and instagram if you haven't yet go to apple Podcasts and subscribe rate and review this podcast I'm sending you all lots of love, light, and good vibes. We'll chat next week.